something, right? Yeah. Like, weird. Because that's where you put important, like, documents like that. And so, yeah. And we have this throne that is empty because there isn't an idol to God. Right. It's like, and in that, you put the chest that has, well, it's going to have the covenant. Mm. And then it has all these representatives of, like, these covenants that God has made with Israel. Yes. Hmm. I was just like, wait. Oh, <laughs> that would have meant something very important to them back then. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I, 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 I can just imagine, like, well, as a kid, I was like, does God fit between the two wings? <laughs> it's like, it feels like such a tiny space to cram yourself. Like, being <laughs> so <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Phenomenal cosmic power. <laughs> um, but I, I, like, imagine being, like, the one who's gone there to meet with God. He shows up. He, like, he... He glories out the whole thing. The Shekinah shows up, and you look into this this space between the two wings, and I can just imagine like the sudden like perception of the entirety of all reality in this one tiny little space, and be like, I hope this does not last long. I think this is going to cook my brain. <laughs> like being there in the presence of the infinite and the the exceptional power that he wields would just be like. I I'm glad we we took the week. I'm glad we took the week to do <laughs> what it took to get here. Yeah, and thinking about nothing else but this all week. <laughs> and I guess it's like God made provision for that because like how that might literally blow somebody's mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they pass away in His presence. They the high priest had to like chain themselves up or like tie a rope to their foot just in case he dies in the presence of God and they have to drag him out. With a little bell. Yeah. 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 With little bells, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a little quiet in there. You're good. <laughs> so if, if you are from a liturgical tradition listening to this, first of all, welcome. And, <laughs> and, and second of all, this is not the bells that you think of at your altar. Different bells. <laughs> this is a different bell. Yeah. If, if, if someone died every time your bells rang, there'd be a lot of dead priests. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dead priests. Uh, um, <laughs> so we've just talked about... Oh, I'm, I'm trying here. So we just talked about all the th- instructions for making the tabernacle and making the stuff that goes in the tabernacle and the priestly clothes and how to make priests holy and how to... And then you have chapter 30, which is just like random other stuff, because why not? Oh, and like get the dudes? Yeah. And then chapter 31 is like, hey, get the dudes. I want you to get these two dudes. Uh, what are the names? Uh, Bezalel and mm-hmm. Aholiab. Oh, and all the other people, too. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? And all the other people, too. <laughs> anyway. Just go get them. Sorry. Random, random fact. Uh, Bezalel is actually the name of a art school in Jerusalem. Huh. After yeah. this? Yeah, to, oh, to this yeah. guy. Because anyway, he's, he's an artist. Yeah. Um, sorry, that was supposed to be a segue to something else. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me of that other thing. Namely, <laughs> right after all of this happens, God gives Moses the Ten Commandments. He comes down off the mountain. And that is where we got to, where we jumped to last time. Yes. Where he comes down and is like, wait, why is everybody singing? What's up with that golden calf? <laughs> so right after God has finished giving the instructions for the way all of Israel can have God live in their midst is that whole thing, which ends with God saying, I can't live in these people's midst. I'm going to kill them all. <laughs> and most people are like, wait, 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 wait. Just... I've got this long list of materials. I've got these two dudes and I quote, everybody else. <laughs> and, and I now know exactly what it's got to look like. 
You what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Which does lead to a little bit of tension. Yeah. And then 6,000 people die. And yes. <laughs> and this is how the Levites get chosen, right? Yes. The Levites are the only people who are willing to be on God's side in this whole thing. Yeah. And so, they, yeah, they set aside. And so, like, okay. And um, now we know who's going to take care of the tabernacle. Yeah. So he gets the two tablets. He, he goes back up, like, like version 2.0. That's right. And uh, gets, them, gets them rewritten. And then. And then we get to the last five chapters, which is everything <laughs> we just read, except they said the thing that he said they did. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, we're, real fast, <laughs> last five chapters. You know, the, you know all those rules. They made it pretty much like that, <laughs> and they did it. Yeah. It's like there were there are a few minor inconsistencies, but apparently those aren't important because it, there's this constant refrain of, and they did it just like God said. Yeah. Uh, and like, if you're reading it and you're like, you you like to watch like epic fail videos on the internet, you're, <laughs> you're like you're sort of like waiting for like someone to like make the wrong thing or like <laughs> use like oak instead of acacia wood or like you know or, or something and then, like, <laughs> and then like and then johnny son of ben really messed this thing up yeah. <laughs> like sweet let's watch him burn but no <laughs> no happen. one fails and so like everybody makes it exactly like they do and so uh, and so they they build it they set the people aside they make the holy robes they consecrate the dudes and then the last thing we have is that they they follow through on the instructions of how to actually do the thing. And Exodus ends with God coming down into the in, into the tabernacle. It's like it's uh, you might if I read this actually out of the Go text for here. It. Yeah, we're in chapter 40. I like I like like Andy said, fast forward here, man. Chapter 40 uh verse 34. Uh then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud had settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Throughout all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the sons of Israel would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not set out until the day when it was taken up. For throughout all their journeys, the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day and there was fire in it by night in the sight of all the house of Israel. And that's how we end the book of Exodus. Mm. We, we start the book of Exodus, which was not the book of Exodus when it was originally written. It was just like, here's this next part. We, but we start this part of the story with people so far desperate and separated from God. And they are enslaved. And we, we end it with him telling them, this is how we are going to relate. And you, you have this, like, this full picture of what it is when he is with them in their midst when they they have the god that they belong to who brought them out of this place and now they are his and it's this wonderful like you know like fade to black sort of sort of beautiful full-hearted moment <laughs> yep Wait, there is <clears throat> i do want to address one thing because it's kind of become popular recently yes do <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> Managed as, to have, as the poet said, that's right. Let coughing, him clear his throat. <laughs> <laughs> so Moses can't go in the tent of meeting. Yes, mm. there's been so recently. There's some sort of debate about if this is a good thing or a bad thing. So Moses is going into the tent, his tent, possibly this tent. Who knows? And talking to God all the time. Then all of a sudden, at the end of Exodus. God comes and fills the tabernacle, but Moses can't go in. 
And then the next thing you look at is Leviticus, where you know how to do sacrifices. <laughs> kind of cliffhanger. <laughs> right. So the, the argument is basically like Leviticus comes next because Moses can't go in the tent. There's a problem here, and that problem needs to be resolved before we can move on. And generally the interpretation is what's, what's the only thing that's happened between the last time things were fine and like all the elders of Israel went up on the mountain, and now when things are bad, and that only thing is the golden calf. And so you have to find a way to atone for that. The other view is basically that the glory of God fills the temple and that's proof that everything worked right. Yes. <laughs> like that God showed up. We did it right. Awesome. Now he's living with us. Right. And this is, I'm going to pull a very old Christian way of doing things and give an interpretation for why God is great and pretend like those are both right, which is the most frustrating thing ever when you read it because like, as early as like 200, you have people like, so some texts say this, and that shows that God is great. And other texts at this passage say this other thing that's different. And that shows that God's merciful. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing here? <laughs> God can't be great and merciful. I know. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, point being, I don't really have a good answer for which one of those is better. I mean, it's, it's a debate because both of them make sense in the context of the text. Mm. But they both also like both of these, I think, are coming from Christians who are saying something valid about God. Yeah. So it's like cool. Yeah. And uh, I I would be remiss if I didn't annoy Andy a little bit. How do you turn this recording off? Yeah. Ever, <laughs> ever so briefly. Spacebar. As a as a as a, a person <clears throat> who graduated with a degree in worship, where we turn everything uh, with a view toward one thing. Uh, which is the the idea guitars it's absolutely frustrating All about i can't guitars. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, the idea that uh the, the the book of john starts with the uh with the phrase that uh, uh the word became flesh and dwelt among us and the way that some people uh, translate the word dwelt among us is actually the word tabernacled among us the word the word is literally in the word for tent yes with us yes he he, he tented in, with he us he, he with tented with us he yeah. intented with us That's and <laughs> and so uh there 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 are uh, many like very stretchy and i will i will i will concede that the um the metaphors here are super stretched what that go to actually like compare the person of jesus to the tabernacle but it, the the connection i will make is that we're, we're, uh, we 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 talked about this two weeks ago it's the same God yes. that we talk about in the Old Testament and the New Testament. It's his same methodology that he intends to be with us, that he intends yep. to dwell among us, that, yep. it, that it is not his methodology to be far yep. from us. It mm-hmm. is his methodology to be very close. Yeah. And to and, be clear, the reason I'm, I keep being like, hey, let's not talk about that guy in the Old Testament is not because it's not a valid comparison. It's because, at least for me, when I read the Old Testament and got exactly what you're saying, right? Like, this is who this God is. Oh my gosh, this, the tabernacle. This is what a wonderful picture of God living with us and coming to be with us. Then when the tabernacle is the tabernacle yes. and not a reference to anything, when you have all these images and, and touchstones built up as what they mean mm-hmm. in relation to Israel and what they mean in relation to God, then all of a sudden when all of those start pointing the same direction and hit you in the face at the same time, you're like, what is going on? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there's the like the there's also the thing we have to avoid too, which is trying to turn everything into a picture of Jesus. Yes. Uh, not everything 
that we run into in uh, mm-hmm. in we should, old. We should bleep the name in editing. <laughs> the picture of not, 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 not everything in Old Testament literature points to Jesus. I'm 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 fairly certain that um, it's very difficult to find a, a picture of Jesus when you're going through the book of Hosea. Uh, you can you can find one. I've got one that I just thought of that has to do with this passage. Would you? So the priest, one of the priest's garments, yes, is his underwear. Yes, mm-hmm. and. It's the only thing that is just neglected when it's mentioned everyone helping him robe. <laughs> yes. I don't think that's relevant. <laughs> Dude, I, don't think, I don't think it's like a metaphor for how oh, no. okay. close, <laughs> as close to us as a brother. No, no, no. no. I, I thought just you were going to say the it was underwear. relevant. I was like, I, what does underwear have underwear. to do with Jesus, man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nothing. Nothing yeah. to do with it. Mm. Your mom's going to roast us. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note. (laughs) 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 Well, the the, the final picture then is why tabernacle? Why do we want the tabernacle? And I think we we talked about that earlier. Uh, Isaac, what was your your point with why why do we have this thing? Mm, Well, just from from a pretty plain reading of it, it seems that God is making a way for him to be near his people. And... That involves a lot of things. That involves setting aside people to make the sacrifices. But all of this is like God being in relationship with Israel, and there's worship involved, and there's adoration involved, and glory involved. But um, I think it's God tabernacling, <laughs> being with them, being with them. You got any, got any final thoughts, Andy? As we, we we wrap up our thoughts here on the book of Exodus, I do. I have a completely random go back that is not helpful at this point. Nice. So if you want, Perfect. if you want a good conclusion that is meaningful, stop after what Isaac said. <laughs> nice. <laughs> random detail though. Did you know the creation instructions for the tabernacle break down into seven pieces, each of which starts with. And then God spoke and said, and no. hmm. and the last of which Weird. is about, <laughs> yeah, it's like the first six of which are about creating something, and the last one is about the Sabbath. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, same God, same God. Yeah. Stuff. Same guy. <laughs> it's the same guy? <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. So I, I think where we go from here is uh, just like we do with Genesis, I think we'll probably uh, bring in some of our expert pastor people to uh, help us do like some, some wrap-up here on, uh, on Exodus. Um, I think that we should probably ask them the question about like what if we disagree with God? What if, what if, what did Moses I'm trying to make, rap here? Did, gosh, did, did, <laughs> did Moses make God change his mind? And a couple other uh, things we've, uh, a couple of signposts we've had along the way. And then, um, and then we, then we're going to, we're going to charge on because, you know, we, we still got breath in our lungs There's and we still more. got ideas in our heads. There's more Bible. There's <laughs> a lot more Bible. So stay tuned. We're the Unimposters. I'm Damien. I'm Isaac. Then I'm. And I'm Andy, the not intern. <laughs> and we'll all leave this room in turn, and we'll come back <laughs> next time. <laughs> there goes Andy. She's off. All right, peace, bye. Yeah.